0: Welcome to The Kitchen Table, a show dedicated to helping you escape diet culture, gain trust with food, honor your body, and live a brighter life. Hello, hello, and welcome back to The Kitchen Table. I am so glad you're here. I'm your host, Alicia Brown, an anti diet registered dietitian nutritionist. And hey, how are you? How was your weekend? How was your Halloween? I know that Halloween maybe looked different for so many of us this year just due to the new implications and considerations due to the coronavirus, but I still hope you found a way to have fun. Maybe you dressed up and sent photos to friends and family. Maybe your community found a safe way to trick or treat. Or maybe you even enjoyed some Halloween candy. I've got to share, Halloween is not my favorite holiday of the year. It's true, it's just not my favorite holiday. I don't love being scared zombies, vampires, um, skeletons, death, all of like the scary spookiness of Halloween. Totally not my jam. Like I'm all about action. Like 007, That's my jam saw. No, thank you. Haunted houses, scary movies. No, thank you. I think a lot of this comes, um, from my mom growing up. She used to always say, and this family, we Watch scary movies. So, growing up, I was like, no, I just never watch scary movies, guys, okay? Like, I don't watch scary movies. (laughs) And uh, I've seen a couple of them in my lifetime and I don't enjoy them just because I just don't love that kind of suspense. Like, the suspense of an action movie is so much more fun for me than the suspense of like the supernatural and like the scary stuff. Maybe you're so not resonating with this and you're just feeling like, no, I love the scariness. I love scary movies. And if that's so, I love that about you. I just cannot relate. <laughs> um I love like all of like the fall coziness and pumpkins and fall foods and pumpkin spice lattes like oh that's so me. All of the candles and huga stuff that goes with fall. I love this time of year, but all the scary stuff, spooky, haunted, supernatural, zombie like kind of stuff? No, I could pass on all of that, I tell you. <laughs> anyway, I have a question for you. Regarding your holiday weekend, with all of that aside, I have a question for you, and that is: Did you hear any dieting talk going on throughout the weekend this weekend, especially in regards to the Halloween candy itself? Did you hear any comments of people, uh, or comments that people made toward the candy, like, "Oh, um, you know, how many calories are in that thing?" or "This thing is better than that thing," or "I probably shouldn't eat too much of that thing," or "That's, you know, I'll feel guilty if I eat that." X, Y, and Z. Have you heard any comments like that over the holiday weekend? This happens all of the time, especially during the holiday season. And it's what I want to talk about on today's show because it's dieting talk like that that sucks the fun out of the holidays. It's a, it's a fun suck. It is the biggest fun suck of the holidays is dieting talk. Um, because whenever anybody talks about calories, especially going back to Halloween. When anybody talks about calories or how much we ate or feeling guilty about eating the thing, it can make us feel bad of what our food choices look like and how we enjoy that food. It's, it is contagious. That kind of like fear and guilty feelings and shame and judgment upon food that can happen through diet culture talk. And it definitely steals a lot of our holiday joy away because a lot of the joy that we experience over the holidays comes from food, right? Holidays are all about traditions and food is also all about traditions over the holidays. And so without that food experience, or if we're feeling like diet culture is kind of infiltrating our holiday experience, it's going to steal some joy out of the holiday spirit for sure. And I've experienced this firsthand and what I see during this time of year, every year, since the holidays are upon us now, um, newsflash, the holidays are upon us. Where did this year go? I have no idea. I just want to start it all over or speed it up to wait till next year. But anyway, what I see every year during the holiday season is that there's two groups of people. There's this one group of people that I myself really relate relate with um, because when I had a poor relationship with food, I just wanted to tighten up control over my diet during the holiday season. And I wanted to tighten up my diet, clench onto that diet, and really make sure that I was being ultra careful, ultra controlled during the holiday season because there's quote unquote more temptations. There's more foods, there's more fun foods available, right? And underneath that is an intense fear of weight gain. And so that really dictated my food choices. And I remember leaving holiday mealtimes with families or leaving holiday events with family and just feeling like deprived, Not even just like physically, because sometimes I would just like load up on any vegetables they had there or any quote unquote permissible food. So I might've felt like physically full, but I was emotionally and mentally entirely dissatisfied And since I had such a poor relationship with food and I didn't allow myself to eat the things that I wanted to eat since I was gripping on to my dieting ways, this definitely impacted my mood as well. I was the Grinch for like a solid decade over the holidays just because I had such a poor relationship with food and it impacted my mood, especially during the holiday season. And I think that there's a lot of media that like captures on to this thought of like, don't let yourself fall into the temptations. Don't let yourself eat the foods that you want to eat. Stay the course of the diet, practice moderation, (laughs) restriction encapsulated in moderation anyway. (laughs) Um, so there's like that group of people that I identify with because I, I feel like I tried to tighten up control over my diet for a solid decade over the holidays. And I experienced how much joy it took away from the holiday experience for me. So that's one group of people that I identify with. The second group of people might feel like this year has been an absolute crapshoot. I am just letting myself go and I am going to not care about what I eat over the holidays. I am going to wait until the new year where I'm going to hop on the new diet or I'm going to start eating clean again and getting the gym membership and I'm just going to wait out the year until I'm going to start fresh in the new year. And that can actually be really harmful for the body as well. Like there is the sense of allowing ourselves to eat that food, but there's also the thought of like doing a disservice to our body in the process. And so for the person who feels like, what the heck, I'm going to do what I want to do, what I want to do it. There's this kind of like loss in that there's not like a confidence in that there's rather like this, like, I don't care right now. I'm going to wait until the new year. And that doesn't really make us feel good or empowered in our bodies. It's not really the permission there that intuitive eating talks about in that case. It's not like we're allowing ourselves permission to eat the foods that we want, to have a very conscious food experience. Rather, this group of people feels like, no, unconscious eating is fine. I'm just going to get this year done and over with, and I'm not going to stress about food as much. I'm just going to allow whatever happens to happen until the new year. And like I said, that, just, that can be a little bit harmful and destructive because we can feel like we're doing something bad or wrong for ourselves, even when having that mentality. So those are like the two groups of people that I see right now kind of going into the holiday season. The one that really wants to tighten up and restrict their diet. And also this group of people that mm, they're just going to let go and they're going to start until the new year. Do you feel like you are in either of those groups right now? If so... It makes complete sense to be there. Um, Diet culture feeds off messages of control and restriction. And especially during the holiday season, this is like a reoccurring message every year that I see from diet culture is don't get weight over the holidays, ways to prevent weight gain over the holidays, etc. So like we are conditioned to think this way. And also, we are also conditioned to think that the new year is the new start. And so these are learned things like if you're in either of these groups, like it makes total sense to be there because we want to, um, abide by what diet culture is saying. And we want to, um, find a way to commit to the things that we want to commit to and for the for the person that feels like they're committed to diets and dieting strategies right now that's their way of committing it to themselves is by tightening up the diet and for the person that is like letting loose right now they're just knowing that they're not fully ready to commit during the holiday season they want to have the things that they want so they're just going to allow anything and then wait until the new year to commit to something new and so it makes total sense to be in either of those boats but i have a new idea a new thought or a new suggestion for you And that would be to let your body lead this holiday season instead by allowing yourself the permission that you're looking for to eat any and all foods while also attuning to the body to get its needs met. Ditching the dieting rules and embracing the body in this way can lead to a really empowering and joyful experience with food that can lead to a more, a more rewarding and warm and fun holiday experience. And one thing that can take away from that holiday experience, again, is this dieting talk. So that's what I want to talk about um, on this episode specifically and in future episodes throughout the holiday season. I'll be talking more about how you can continue attuning to the body and to get its needs met the intuitive eating way throughout the holiday season so that you don't have to leave a family gathering, feeling deprived, or you don't have to feel like you're missing out because you're not allowed to eat those foods. There's a way to offer that permission while still attuning to the body. So that's what we'll be talking about in future episodes. But right now I have three tips for you specifically talking about dieting talk and having dieting talks, steal the holiday joy from the holidays. No more. Here are three tips to prevent dieting talk from stealing your holiday joy. The first thing that I have for you is to mind your own plate. Mind your own plate. I know for myself at many family gatherings um, throughout the holiday season, and I don't know what that'll look like this year. Again, just thinking due to the coronavirus, but typically what it looks like is you bring a plate up and it's kind of potluck style and everyone serves themselves and you get back to the table and everyone has fashioned their own plate and you start eating together. Have you ever found yourself eating at the table with other people, though, and then seeing your eyes kind of go to other people's plates to see like, hmm, what did they choose to eat? Oh, they offered themselves a lot of that, or they didn't offer themselves much of that, but they offered themselves that. I wonder why they did that or why they chose that. And then we compare it to our own plate. And all of a sudden, we are making judgments on our own food choices based off of what other people chose, or we are making judgments off of other people's plates and what they chose to eat um, over the holidays. And this totally steals our holiday joy and it can foster, again, a lot of judgment and a lot of criticism for ourselves and others. And really the remedy to this is just to honor your body and offer yourself permission to eat the foods that you want and the amounts that you want so that when you sit down with your plate at the table, that plate is entirely your own fashioned for you and is indifferent from what anybody else chose to put on their plates. So this is a tip that I don't even recommend just keeping with you throughout the holiday season, but all year round, there's no reason, um, to judge other people's plates and compare them to your own. So keep your eyes on your own plate. This can help you be more confident in your own food choices as you choose to feed yourself. However you choose to feed yourself during that meal throughout the holidays. So first tip, mind your own plate. And maybe others will mind their own plates too. No need to comment on anybody else's food choices um, or comment on if they're going up for seconds, etc. You know, everyone has their own autonomy to feed themselves. And so I think that just having that respect for your own plate and acknowledging that everyone else is... Um, feeding themselves in the way that they feel is best for them. It kind of, um, can give us more confidence on how we're feeding ourselves that day, reducing judgment and giving us confidence in what we chose to feed ourselves. So mind your own plate this holiday season and beyond. The second tip that I have for you, not in regards to food comments, but in regards to body comments, honestly, don't make them (laughs) tip two don't make body comments this happens all the time throughout the holiday season especially with family that we haven't seen in a while Uh, people can feel like they are entitled to make body comments and maybe you've had comments made to you about your body from family members too specifically regarding weight loss and what we don't realize sometimes is if we say to somebody like oh you look great how much weight have you lost that can really actually be harmful for them to hear or to receive. Um, Many family members that you have might be participating in some unhealthful relationships with food or exercise that could be promoting weight loss right now and Comments made about weight loss or about somebody's body in regards to weight loss can actually further their efforts in these unhealthy behaviors like under eating and over exercising, etc. And so my tip here is just not to make body comments. There are so many other things to we can say that we can say that can start conversation off so much better. Like. Hey, how are you? I saw on Facebook that you were doing this thing. Tell me all about it. Or, um, what is your job like? Uh, What is your, how is your, how is your family? How's this thing that you're doing? Oh, I love your earrings. Uh, Where did you get those shoes? Right? Like, compliments can be so fun to receive, but comments, on somebody's body, those can be a little bit more challenging, a little bit more difficult. Um, And also I've heard in client sessions, um, people making actually negative body comments toward other people, which is absolutely not okay. Um, Actually within close family quarters, I've heard clients say specifically from their parents or grandparents that um that they've gained weight or that they've you know they look different what happened um and that can really lead to unhealthy behaviors and mentally as well as physically this can lead to poor health outcomes this is not an empowering conversation now we can feel again extremely judged and this can really take away from our holiday joy so even though you might think um you know, somebody looks great. Um, and maybe they do, maybe there's a way to take that away from the weight loss conversation and say, wow, you look like you have so much energy. Like your presence is, it's a ju- it's just amazing to be in your presence right now or something like that. Right? Like, like, wow, you have such great energy and like what, what new or different has happened in your life? You can also feel free to like direct the conversation to like recent happenings or interests or like things beyond health too. don't hesitate to like set a boundary. If you don't want to hear about literal diet talk happening over the holidays, like if you don't want to hear about somebody's keto diet or if you don't want to hear about how many weight, how much weight somebody has lost, um, you can just direct the conversation like away from that, like into something else. Like, Hey, like what else one has been going on for you in your life, like beyond exercise exercise beyond dieting. Like what else is new with you? Directing the conversation away from that can still keep you in your own power in the conversation rather than feel triggered by what they've been doing maybe in their uh, food and fitness life. So that is my second tip. First tip, mind your own plate. Second tip, don't make body comments. Third tip, attune to your body as much as you can. Um, I know for me during the holiday season, I am just like chat chitter chatter, like all all throughout um all meal times I'm usually like the last person still eating because I'm like talking throughout like the whole thing, like trying to make my way over to everyone, and I'm like, no, I just like haven't ate yet. I'm just talking this whole time and I want to make sure I talk to them. You know, again, my heart is sinking thinking how things might be different this year, but we can be very like disconnected from our food experience when we are with so many people and when there's so much going on and when we're busy wrapping gifts and thinking about the next thing and in the real whirlwind of what the holidays are, right? Like We can forget about our bodies and what they need. We can forget to actually more deeply attune to our bodies. And what I mean by attune to the bodies and listening to what they need is asking questions like, how hungry am I right now? Am I getting full? What would sound most satisfying right now? Asking ourselves those questions can help us get our body's needs met more so that we can feel really fulfilled on the food experience, right? So that we can actually get down to the root of what our body needs in the moment so that we can move forward. Maybe we're thirsty, right? Maybe like a certain drink sounds good or maybe food still sounds good. Maybe going up for seconds is a good idea you know, or maybe having a snack before that get together would be a good idea because our hunger is setting in a little bit sooner than maybe expected. So honoring the body actually in every instance will help us get our needs met better than waiting too long, maybe showing up to the gathering really hungry, and then maybe feeling like we're going into that Overfulness slash stuffed category, which I'll talk about on another episode in regards to feeling stuffed or super overfull during the holidays. That's super normal, and I'm gonna talk about that in a future episode. But for this episode, eliminating dieting talk throughout the holidays, here are three tips mind your own plate, don't make body comments and attuned to your body so that you can feel confident in meeting your body's needs. So then you can deflect diet culture talk even more and stay in your own lane by reconnecting with your intuitive eater throughout the holiday season. Cool, cool. If this was helpful for you in any way, screenshot and share this episode. It's my true pleasure and joy to um, share with you these tips and tricks in regards to intuitive eating um, here at the kitchen table. So thank you so much for screenshotting and sharing. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and maybe rate it if you have a moment. You don't have to leave like this long, lavish review. Of course, I would read it. I read all of them. I thank you so much for them. Um, But rating and subscribing and screenshotting and sharing this episode helps me get on the map, um, in the midst of all of these dieting episodes. So thank you for helping me get intuitive eating on the map. I really appreciate it. And I can't wait for you to turn tune in Thursday because on Thursday show, my friend Kelsey is hopping on. She is an incredible life coach who is coming on to share her experience venturing from the dieting paradigm into the intuitive eating paradigm. She has so much wisdom to share. She is such a light. I cannot wait for you to tune into Thursday's episode. And until then, have a great day and we'll talk soon.